What is up, everybody? This is my first episode. This is going to be about the differences between negatives and demons. Since a lot of people, I don't know if I should say get a mixed up on purpose or just get a mixed up because they don't know. But I'm going to start off with negatives. Negatives were just humans, pretty much. They were just humans. And if they were, like, horrible in real life, like, if they were just straight-up ignorant to everybody they've seen, they murdered people, child, um, child abusers, child molesters, so on and so forth, when they do pass away, they have that same energy in the afterlife. They're going to act out in the same way how they were. Like, murderers, they will end up trying to possess you, murder you. But they wouldn't go straight to murder you. They're, they will drag your energy down. They will feed off your energy. They will make you fear for your life. Give you major anxiety before they even start what they set out to do to you or anybody at like that. Um, also, negative entities will mimic a little girl or a lost little girl there's very few instances instances where they will play as a little boy too as a child your own child or they can play if you're not home the child's home alone they will mimic your voice to make them come to Wherever that entity is, even though nobody's there, and they will scare the sh- shit out of that said child to get that fear to feed off that fear. And they can manipulate you, they can manipulate children just to get their way to go against your own will or their own will. Um, let me put it this way. Like, if you go to a very crowded place, like a like Walmart, for example, a festival, so on and so forth, and you get that, like, fear or anxiety around a certain person or certain types of people, and they are actually really negative in real life, that's, that is that type of energy that they will carry on in the afterlife. That's when you want to, like, when you feel that, that's when you know you want to get away and you feel threatened. Yes, that is that type of energy. Because they they could also become negative like if they died from suicide because of all that energy they held into the afterlife. Or if they were murdered, stuff like that pretty much. Um You know when I was talking about the little girl? They can play as that little girl, but they won't, they won't show it as negative. Because if they play as a little girl, like a lost little girl, for example, they start coming in your dreams, or you start seeing a little girl out the side of your eye, a little girl laugh, like a little girl feet running across the floor, something like that. It, it'll, it wants you to get attached to it, because once you get attached to it, you will... Let your guard down. 
So you're not as vulnerable. So it's easy for them to attach to you and make you lose your guard. Um, and I, once you do that, you will change each and every day, little by little by little. It'll go from like your body movement. You're not moving how you usually do, like walking wise, finger wise, you're more agitated. How you talk to other people, how you think, how you feel. Like if you have a lot more mental breakdowns than you do, or if you never had mental breakdowns before, that can happen as well. You'll start to become like confused. You'll lose sleep. You'll have dreams of a little girl, like I said, or a random entity attacking in your dreams so they can raise your fear and feed off of that fear. And then once all that gets done in the play and you completely change and your guard is completely let down, that negative entity knows it has you in the grasp. grasp and it will finally move onto that possession stage where you are weak enough to let it fully consume you. So once that entity has fully consumed you, you will be in like a full-blown possession mode. You will have no knowledge of anything. You won't be able to move, fight control of your own brain, control of your own body, your thoughts, etc., etc., etc. And what possession can do is it can lead you up to hurting your own loved ones like your kids, friends, spouse, family members, etc., or whoever is around you at that point. And if that ever does happen, this is when you really do need an exorcist, like a Catholic priest that can actually banish from you, cleanse the house, so on and so forth. And when that Catholic priest does come, if that ever does happen to you or anybody you know, and performs an exorcism, and I can't tell you exactly how long it takes because the time frame is never determined. It depends how bad that situation is. And when that is done, is being done, my bad. It can go from bad to worst to the worst thing you can imagine. And that entity can and will speak using its own voice. And use your body as a scratching post, speaking a lot, and bite marks can appear, so on and so forth. And once that entity has officially been banished from you, or somebody you know, you, if you or said person will slowly snap back into your body. And snapping back into your body, body is not like waking up out of deep sleep. Because that feels like you've been drinking like... For weeks and weeks and weeks at a time, non-stop, unless you sleep for a couple hours. And then you wake up, you're so groggy, you feel like you got your ass whooped. You have no energy, no appetite, feels like you don't have your brain under control, your body is under control. And to top all that off, it don't take days. It can take a week or longer to get rid of the side effects because your body is still trying to repair itself from what it has gone through from that said entity. Um, that's why I always say negatives are way worse than any other spirit out there. Because you never know what they're going to do to you. You never know. If... It can be a poltergeist as well. And poltergeist, polter is noisy and geist is ghost. So 
Poltergeist translate to Noisy Ghost. And what that means is they can throw things across the room, throw things at you. They can train themselves to shadow, shadow figures, so it's a two, three in one situation right now. And a lot of them can shape shift. Take the little girl, for example. They can go past the little girl stage as well. So take that as a four in one situation now. That's why I always say negative entities are not to be played around with because they are very, very dangerous. And you always need to be on guard if you are around one and you know it's there or a well-known area that has that negative entity in it or around it because they will literally suck your life force, your energy out of you until you are very, 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 very vulnerable in your life now. Now, before I move on to demons, this is something you need to know. Like, majorly, this is something you need to know. Let's say you're a parent and a neg negative entity is around or residing on your property. They can and most likely will give you visions awake or asleep in your dreams and or your subconscious of your child being harmed, their facial features are changing, trying to attack you when you're awake, when your back is turned, or even when you're asleep to mess with your mind and keep you worried and fearing for your own life. And if they can't get that fear out of you or anyone else in the household or the property or wherever, they can go after the youngest person in the house or the group to get that fear and feed off of it to get stronger. This is why I always say, if you read my other book, The Haunted, you will see where I'm coming from when I said that because I've been through this situation before I was possessed. <sighs> yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Um, because a negative entity scratched my youngest on her back with three scratches, which three scratches is Marco Trinity. That's why I always say just because it's three scratches does not mean it is a demon. A negative entity will give you those three marks of three scratches, Mark of Trinity. Because nine times out of ten, a demon does not do that whatsoever. And after that incident, that same entity scared my daughter by changing form. And she would never step into that kitchen unless someone was with her. And if somebody was not with her, she always peeked around that corner and then ran, like, ran to the next room to get out of that kitchen. And also, when a neg negative entity wants to act like, wants to act demonic, it will speak in Latin. It will, it will resemble a real demon, but in the worst way possible. That's why people always say there is a demon around, a demon possessed me, or so on and so forth. Just because a negative entity says it's a demon, that don't make it true. Because a negative entity liars. So just because it wants to speak Latin, don't make it a demon. That's what I call a negative demonic because it will resemble a demon, but in the worst way possible. Yes, I said it twice. Also, about negative entities, they love to say devil, diablo, demon. And Diablo is devil in Mexican. In Spanish, my bad. And that's called a trickster move. Well, to me at least. 
just to gain that fear from you or even anxiety as well to feed them to feed their energy to get stronger and power up their powers um when you do ask a negative entity they will not tell you their name this is when if you actually ask a demon they will say who they are if you ask them respectfully and don't demand them by pushing them around that's where that that's where a lot of people do mess up though is that because they demand and then if you demand a demon it ain't going to turn out good for you because you're disrespecting them and negatives if you disrespect them they're going to act out anyway even if you don't disrespect them they're still going to act out because they're negative <sighs> now let's move on to the demon aspect, the one I was waiting for. <sighs> this is why I really don't like talking about demons, even though I work in the subject. Because demons are a very, very, very touchy subject to, like, what, 90, 95% of the world? Because, only because of the media, the mass media, churches, Hollywood, so on and so forth. So, they get a bad reputation they also get a bad reputation from black magicians that does not work in this field anymore. And that's why if you ever hear a black magician talking about demons are this, demons are that, they only say that because they disrespected that demon. They try to demand that demon. They try to trap that demon. And you don't do that because you'll get attacked, you'll get possessed. And sometimes, yes, in this field, you will get, like, scratches or something like that. Especially if you are your first time to go for a higher-born energy entity, a demon, whatever. Yeah, like, don't mess. This. It's, like a warning, it's like a warning sign, pretty much. Don't tempt me because I can do worse to you, pretty much. And all that bad reputation, all that false information... It's brainwashed people into thinking everything besides light is evil. Because I do hear stories all the time about if you watch paranormal shows and movies, those spirits will come into your home. Which to me, it's far from the truth. It will actually energize your home if you already have the spirits in there. Especially if it's a negative. It will amplify that energy. Amplify it and make them pretty much run wild. Not all the time, though. Not all the time, so don't at me. <laughs> but, um, uh, I already said that, so I can't say it again. Um, now this is the bad, rep bad reputation side of things that I mentioned above. I'm going to say it again. Ex, the ex-black magicians that are saying demons are horrible and will attack you are the only saying that because they don't want you to know what they really did in their work to said demon. When they conjured any type of demon up, they go at it in the wrong way. So my question is this. Do you know what way that is? I'm going to let you sit on that for about 10 seconds. If you said threatening and disrespecting them, you are correct. Because 
absolutely never threaten or disrespect any spirit of that. Any spirit, don't matter if you're positive or not. Because if you do, you will end up getting attacked or something thrown at you. And if it happens the first time, if you disrespect them, if you work with demons, if it happens the first time and you disrespect them or they feel disrespected, they would just leave the session and won't return. And if they do return in another session and you do the same thing, most likely you will get attacked or possessed, stuff thrown at you, so on and so forth. And this is where another thing is, because of the church's mass media, so on and so forth, they always say demons will go against your free will. Well, that's only 10% of the demons. Those 10% of the demons don't give a fuck. They will... You know how I talked about negatives? They're the worst things possible. Well, those 10% is pretty much like negatives, but 50 times worse than those negatives. The 90% that I'm about to speak about now won't go against your free will at all, and they will not harm you unless you give them really, really good reason, like I stated above. Yes, demons are not humans at all. That's one thing the media got correct. They are not humans. And before I continue this, everybody calls Satan a... How can I... Well, not Satan. Lucifer. Everybody calls Lucifer Satan, which is not true whatsoever. Because Satan was never a fallen angel. Lucifer was the fallen angel. Satan... Uh, he was never... I don't know how to put it. We'll get back there because I don't know how to put it right now. Um, let me get back to the regular subject. But... What they don't tell you is they act like humans. Demons act like humans. They only want the respect. Just like you want respect in the real world. And treat them how you want to be treated pretty much. You disrespect them, they're going to disrespect you. If you treat them, if you treat them with respect, they will treat you with respect. Only time... Why, why, why am I saying that? Is because... Take Pazuzu, for example. I use Pazuzu for multiple things. Protection, curses, hexes. Those three main things. Oh, banishments, too. I use him for banishments. Um, I let him possess me one time. By my own free will. Just so I can feel his power. I still have control of my thoughts, my body movements, stuff like that. Um... Very powerful. It made me almost pass the fuck out because how strong the energy really is. You think it's strong when it's in the room with you. But when you give permission to have them enter your body, which is a invocation. Yeah, it like 100% doubles that energy from the room into you. Um... Just like angels, they've been around, demons have been around for many, many thousands and thousands of years. Even before Earth was pretty much thought of. And the knowledge they have gained over those years is amazing, like outstanding. And their true power, they harness. The vibrational fields run 
The vibrational fields run on lower frequency spectrums in the void, if you want to call it that. But do you really know how demons work without going by the mass media, the churches, and other people? Do you want to listen to what other people tell you? Or do you actually want to learn by yourself and learn by somebody that's been in this field for many, many, many years? So... I want you to think about that for a little bit. Um, this is what I really need to cover. Like, now. Everybody says demons are out to get your soul and all that other fun stuff. You can sell your soul. No, you cannot sell your soul. And no, demons do not want your soul. You know why demons don't want your soul? They don't have the use for a soul. They do not have the use for a soul. I don't even think I really have to explain why they don't need your soul. I don't need to explain that. If I do, I'll put it in another episode. Um, my question is now. Actually, no, I already covered that. So I didn't even got to ask that question. Um, but only reason why people think demons are out to get your soul, they want your soul, you can sell your soul, is because of religions. Hollywood, the media, and what people learn from the churches. Because face it, if it's not light, people automatically think everything's evil. If you're not fully light, oh, this is the evil person. But in all reality, nobody's pure light. Nobody's pure dark. We all, we are all gray. We are all gray because we have positive and we always and we have dark side to us. So we are just full on in the gray spectrum. Everybody in this world, we are full on in the gray spectrum because nobody's fully positive and nobody is fully evil. So when people say demons are out to get your soul, so on and so forth, it's like a seed. They plant it in your head. And wait for that to germinate and take over your mind like like a soil in a pot, soil on the ground, stuff like that. And they put it in your mind, like I said, because like there is only light that can save you, dark is supposed to consume you. But the thing about that is, is that really entirely true? Is dark really wanting to consume you? Because once that seed has been germinated and the roots start to grow. Have you noticed they always say dark is surrounding you and then they have to put you through a cleansing, prayer, so on and so forth? Why is that? To convince you that you have a demon in their words attached to you. Something dark in their words attached to you. That's where people get kind of antsy in a way. So once people start leaving the churches and they start figuring out what's real, what's fake... So on and so forth, they start losing money that they pass around a bowl or bucket and per I want to say, I want to say beg, honestly, I do want to say fucking beg. Because they weren't, weren't begging, they want to pass a bucket or a bowl around collecting money. Um, because they already don't have to pay taxes because it's a religion. But then they're the first ones to get on people's asses that don't pay taxes, but they don't pay taxes. That's a, whole nother, that's a whole different topic. Um, 
Because the first ones to preach to people that never asked to be preached to. They say if you don't go to church and don't worship God, you'll be consumed by Satan and his demons and they'll take your soul. It's a scare tactic. In my opinion, it's a scare tactic. So honestly, where am I getting at in all of this, what I'm talking about? Let me tell you pretty much, demons do not need a soul. Why is that? Because they are not living on this earth or from this earth. I answer that question now. Because they don't need a soul to live in the underworld. They don't need a soul. They never had a soul. They weren't from this earth. They weren't living on this earth. Remember the saying, spirits feed off of energy to live? That's exactly what demons do. They live off of energy. Either it is from the person that conjures them up, from the people thinking about them, aka the thoughts, talking about them, people fearing them, all that gives any type of spirit energy, positive, um, demons, negative, phase, jinns, so on and so forth. So, in simple terms, you know how when people talk about you good or bad and it grabs your attention? Yes, it's just like that. You're giving that energy to that demon or that spirit. They can hear you when you talk about them. Um, <clears throat> especially if you talk about, talk about a certain spirit constantly and constantly, or think about them constantly and constantly, you're giving that spirit that energy. And once it has that energy, you are technically making a cord from you to that said spirit or said entity. And that gives them that welcoming, like, hey, I'm allowed there now, so they're gonna come to you. Um, <clears throat> yes, in this type of field, some people do sacrifice chickens and roosters and stuff like that. I don't, I offer my own blood from my own finger, which is a few drops in a very, very safe way with a diabetic lancet. Because all it takes is a few drops. Literally, I do blood magic in everything I do now. Um, and we also, because some demons don't like blood, they'll like candles, incense, wine, tea, um, crystals, stuff like that. And all that does is give them energy as well. Just like we also give our energy to them to use that also feeds them. Now, <laughs> this has been a topic for a while now. Um, demons can't inhabit an object. It's technically not possible. They cannot live in an object. Now, there is a thing we call a house. It's a gateway. You put like their sigil and stuff in it. You activate their sigil, put it in. Put all their offerings in like candle, candles incense their favorite things pretty much and can the energy be attached to the object yes their energy can be attached to an object but not their selves physically and before anybody says that's the same thing it's not a same thing because think of your favorite picture of someone that has passed away or an item of theirs that energy is still attached to that object or picture that was theirs or shows that person. That is what is called residual energy. 
they or the said person left the energy behind in that object. But that does not mean the spirit is attached to that object, literally. That's the same thing with demons. Their energy can be bound to an object, so it's easier for them to come back and forth when conjured up with only the conjurer's permission. That is a gateway. Only time a demon will go on that object is if you conjure it up in a ritual. So hopefully that clears some things up as well. Their energy is bound to that object pretty much. And when their energy is also put into an object or is already there or even a liquid, they can be used to power you or a ritual, spell, like wealth, health, motivation, self-love, protection, so on and so forth. Holy crap, it's been going on for 29 minutes already. That's crazy. I did not think I was already that far into this stream. Well, I wouldn't say stream, but recording. <sighs> Let's face it. Demons are not here to hurt you. Because they have better things to do than just torture someone. They have thousands and thousands of years of knowledge they want to share with us. Just like Lilith told me. Focus on your own damn self. You're giving too many people advice on how to care for themselves. But not taking your own advice and loving your own self. So get your head out of the clouds and focus on you to make yourself better. Those are the exact words Lilith told me. Look at Adam and Eve. Eve was not the first woman Adam has been with. Lilith was actually the very first one. But Lilith did not want to submit to a guy. Lilith is her own. She hates being told what to do. So God banished Lilith, made her into a dark goddess... And he made up Eve. And then that's how Adam and Eve came together. Because Eve submitted to Adam. <sighs> Let me say an example. This time it is about a demon president. Marbus. And Archangel Raphael. I did in a single working. Because my daughter was very, 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 very sick. And when I say sick. Like I'm talking about she was not the. She was not able to play, drink, eat. She was puking nonstop. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me conjure them both up at the same time since they are amazing healers and they love to work with each other. That So that night, literally, I got the sigils drawn up, activated, saying the ends over and over and over again. I had their offerings. Archangel Raphael's on one side. President Marbus is on the other side. And I conjured President Marbus up last. And I did Raphael. I conjured him up first. So when they got in my space, I told them both respectfully. I have their offers for what they like. This is my plea for help since nothing else is working. And once they heard my plea, it was quiet for like about a minute. And the only thing I had were visions. They kept showing me visions. I had a, both of them. Like, literally, there was no noises behind me anymore watching over me like I had before. They had pretty much just vanished into the void. Um, so then again, I thought they left. So I sat there with my eyes closed in a trance. And about one minute later, later, I seen them both looking at me, walking forward, like, 
massive, massive warriors. I'm like, oh shit, what is about to go down? So the next thing I know, they both looked at me, looked at each other, smiled, and said, we agree to help. That's when they vanished, and I saw them literally over my daughter. President Marbus was giving my daughter green healing energy, while Raphael was giving her this white and gold light energy. And after they'd done, they looked at me, did the head nod, and left. So I closed the ritual, cleansed the area, and just waited till the morning so I could see what the results were going to be. So, the next morning, about 10 to 12 hours later, if that, I woke up with my six-year-old standing on the side of me. I asked how she felt, and she was able to talk, play, eat, and drink. No more puking, no more fever whatsoever. So I highly thank both President Marbus and... Archangel Raphael for the work they did on my behalf of my daughter because they didn't have to do that for me. They really didn't because it was my first time working with President Marbus and Archangel Raphael, my very first time. Um, yes, some angels can work together amazingly. Well, angels and demons can work together amazingly, but a lot of them won't work together from my understanding. And each demon will show themselves different from one person to the next. Each demon will do different things for the practitioner than he or she will for another person. So it's never the same thing. That will always be different. Because everyone does things differently than the next. So here's my advice before I end this. Number one, always respect any type of spirit. Number two, don't force a spirit to show up because that can end bad for you or anybody else in the household. Number three, don't follow someone else's spell or ritual to the exact thing they said because just because that worked for them don't mean it will work for you. Change things up in that situation that suits you and you feel comfortable with. And this is the fourth and final thing. Always put safety first no matter what you do by casting up a protection circle or even just laying sea salt around you for that extra protection. Um, I just want to thank everybody. If you got this far, I want to thank you for listening to this fully. And hopefully you guys and girls got some more knowledge about negatives and demons and differences of um, my experiences as well. So everybody, I want to thank you and have a good night.